This is RAF with Tony Tone and LA. <laughs> What's up, it's your boy, aka the Love Ambassador, coming to you straight live and direct from the Jungle Studios. Uh, well, um, for many of us uh, that live in the West, our grandparents fought in World War II, many died, uh, and many, uh, well, I guess, passed on the scars of. Uh, of what was a horrible conflict. Uh, also from my side, uh, I had one parent growing up in communism, the other one growing up in the West, so each side of the Iron Curtain, as they were used to say, and basically the militaries were huge, always in anticipation and always ready for war. Now, the European Union uh, has assisted in the sense of um, combining, well, I guess, former foes and you know, former enemies together and creating a what one would call United Society. And after 1989, with the Berlin Wall collapsing in particular, we saw a united Germany. So, well, the question would be asked of what happened to the military. I mean, from we had literally whole nations militarised 75, 80 years ago to now today. Well, here's an article from The Economist. Uh, don't own all the rights, go buy them, give them the money, support them, blah, blah, blah. Western European armies have shrunken dramatically. When the Cold War ended, the West celebrated the peace dividend. Armies shrank, tanks were mothballed, and money for the defence dried up. American military spending fell from 5.3% of GDP in 1990 to 2.9% a decade later, or shot up after September 11th. But in Europe, demobilisation went even further. Spending in Western Europe slumped from an average of 2.4% to 1.6%. Even after Al-Qaeda's attack on America on September 11th, 2001, uh, there was still a dramatic effect on the Europeans' military might. They still didn't go nuts spending. In 1990, West Germany alone was able to field 215 combat battalions. A battalion typically has 100 soldiers uh, or so. By 2015, even with Germany reunited, that had fallen to th fucking hell. That had fallen to 34, a remarkable 84% cut. The number of Italian battalions fell by 67%, and British ones almost by half. To a significant degree, Europeans remained dependent on the US military. But even in terms of that, American forces in Europe shrank from 99 battalions to around 14, or to put that in numbers, from half a million to around 76,000. Uh, it's also what we've seen is a change in war and types of war, technology being one. Uh, so precision weapons made up 6% of all munitions used in 1991 Gulf War, 26% in the Kosovo War of 99, 68% in Americans' invasion of Iraq in 2003, and 100% in the Libyan War in 2011. Uh, far fewer squadrons could do the same job. Consider that during the Second World War, it took 1,000 or so bomber sorties to destroy one target. Vietnam War took 20. By 1991, 
a, a single warplane could hit two targets, and in Kosovo alone, B-2 bomber could take out 16 targets in one mission. But numbers still matter in some circumstances, argues James Hackett of ISS. IISS. Urban warfare might require a larger number of boots on the ground. For example, when Norway crashed and sank a warship in 2018, its frigate fleet shrank by, get this, one-fifth. Uh, even when they look at Britain, they argue that its army could be taken out by a serious opponent in, well, an afternoon, given the size of it, which is around, at this stage, I think about 34,000, roughly. I'd have to double-check that, to be honest. Um, so even the Russians, you know, the old ooh, Russians, uh, they themselves have been modernising their fleet as well. Europeans are waking up and somewhat last year defence spending came up from pre-financial crisis from 1.4% to 2%. European NATO members along with Canada will have added $130 billion to the aggregate defence budget since 2016. Germany, which accounted for a fifth of that rise, is due to activate an additional six battalion in April. That is a start that will be a long way back to decent levels of readiness. During a Bundeswehr, Exercise in 2014, hard up commanders were forced to strap boom, broomsticks, that's right, broomsticks, to their armoured vehicles to substitute for machine guns. Uh, the good news out of it, I guess, is that uh, Europe, which just absolutely loves a war, uh, is further apart than ever, which is always a good thing. And I think in this day and age, because um, of the technology, the wars have started and we're so interlinked economically now that um, there's no real need for major powers to go to war. I mean, even Russia provides all the oil to Germany and other places like that. Um, China and America are intertwined financially. Australia's dependent on China, you know, so there's no real need to go to mass battles anymore. Um, of course, therefore, you're fighting extremism uh, across the world and domestically and that sort of thing where you need more, I guess, technology and everything like that. So there you go. Uh, let's keep the army small and may peace reign. Yeah.